where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit down in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. You've probably heard this passage before, but if you happen to be Jewish, you would hear this passage every day. There's a lot of treasure that we could dig out of these verses, but we'll just touch on a few things for now. It starts out by saying, basically, pay attention. Though this was to end up being a memorized thing that people would say daily, its importance and relevance was not lessened by that. You know, many things that we hear and experience in our lives are like that. We may hear, I love you, from a spouse daily, but we should never take that for granted. We may have sung Amazing Grace so often that we know the words in our sleep, but that doesn't mean God's grace is any less amazing, does it? And what about John 3.16? Each time we read it or hear it or repeat it, we should just be in awe of the love of God and all he's done for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It should just give us goosebumps every time we hear it. A thrill should run through our soul. So what they're saying is, pay attention. The Lord our God is one. There's only one God. All the other things that people worship, whether it's gods from another religion or priorities people place above God, they're not even worth our time and attention. There's only one God and only one way to heaven to be with him, and that's through Jesus. So what is our responsibility to the God who made us, the God who runs the whole universe down to the very details of our everyday life? The Shema says, first of all, we are to love God with all of our heart, soul, and strength. Do you remember Jesus saying something like that in the New Testament? Someone had asked him the greatest commandment. Without hesitation, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Those around him agreed. They'd heard the Shema too. And that was definitely the most important commandment. After all, if you love God, you'll keep his commandments, right? You'll have no other gods before him. He'd be the main priority of your life. You wouldn't make any idols. You wouldn't ever take his name in vain. Loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength means loving him alone fully and completely. He deserves wholehearted commitment, nothing less. And this is shown by obedience. Obedience out of love, not legalism. The second responsibility the Shema tells us to do is to have God's commands on our heart. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's sometimes a verse used to say that we ought to memorize scripture, and we should. 
In order for his word to be in our heart, we must have them in our head. But sometimes getting it into our hearts is a bit more difficult than getting it into our head. It must become a part of you. I once knew a girl who won the state's Bible drill when she was a child. But from the way she acted, and unfortunately still acts today, you can tell that those verses haven't helped her a bit because they've never made it from her head to her heart. When God's words are on our heart, we desire to follow them, to obey them, to share them with others. His word is so full of hope and promises that it's not something that we want to keep to ourselves. Are his commands on your heart? Do you love him with all your heart, soul, and strength? Those are some things that we all can work on for our entire lives and not completely master. Tomorrow, we'll continue learning about the Shema and how we can apply its truths in our lives. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com and check out our new website. You can find the address in the description below. I'm Carla Early, and thanks for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.